folks. We're back. And it is Tuesday. Glad to be back here in the studio. It's a little hoarse. <clears throat> but I am going to press through. All is well, though. Just a, a little phlegm in the throat, as it were. Sleeping under the, I guess, a breeze or air conditioning or fan or something. Anyway, I'm good to go other than that. Uh, it's sad news to report, though. The young man, two little kids that were involved in the uh, accident on the, on the four-wheeler, one of them has passed. And uh, there was a plea made for blood trans, uh, excuse me, blood donations. Uh, let's see. Uh, one of the first graders was riding in the back of a four-wheeler with a 10-year-old girl, they believe. It was. So I guess the little boy has passed. Uh, yeah. Sad, sad to hear that. Yeah, those 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 uh, four-wheelers and all that, it's fun to ride, but, you know, just... You, <laughs> You can just get, you can go overboard with those things. I mean, it's, it's got a lot of power under you. And, uh, you know, you got to have some experience. Uh, but anyway, uh, condolences out to the family and of this young man. I know they just tore up behind it. Uh, but that was, uh, re- the plea was issued by Sheriff Bailey out there in Rankin County for blood donations. I'm sure they still need blood donations, so don't stop if that's what your plans were to stop by and give a donation. Uh, there's still a need for it, uh, for not just these kids, but to others who are out there. And it's been the holiday weekend. is always a need for blood, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So check out Mississippi Blood Services or uh, make your donation <clears throat> or wherever you normally would make donations. Anyway, we are here. It is uh, the first of the week. Uh, our Tuesday, we were out for Memorial Day, and we hope you enjoyed it and just took time to remember, folks, uh, our country has changed. Oh, my goodness. I mean, just since we were here last Friday, the evil is cascading down like 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 a waterfall. Everywhere you turn. Just gratuitous sin and evil being thrust upon us from all sides. <clears throat> you know what is clear to me? Matter of fact, uh, our good friend and uh Lyricist, songwriter, performer, Buddy Brown. He has another uh, uh, little five, six-minute podcast where he talks about what it is we're up against. And he's questioning, and the same question goes to my mind. And we know there is a remnant in the earth. There's a remnant here in this country that will hold steady, hold fast to that which is right, that which is true, and that which is of God. But Buddy raises the same question that I have. The people that are around you, can you depend on them? I mean, not depend on them for, you know, a bag of rice, a bowl of soup or something. I'm talking about can you depend on them to stand for freedom? Because I started researching and trying to find the proper uh, clips to play on this program from the uh, sermons from the Black Robe Regiment from the Civil, uh, excuse me, the Revolutionary War period. These were the ministers, members of the clergy who, understanding God's law, God's natural law, and what our founding fathers intended when they enshrined in those documents respect for those natural laws that God ordained for all of humankind. And what is clear to me that there are many ministers of the gospel out there, but many of them don't do not understand natural law, 
God's law, universal and spiritual principles. Oh, they can memorize the Bible and they can spout it back to you, tell you where everything is found. But it's clear there's not enough who understand the meaning behind all that they spout. So <clears throat> we will be playing more uh, of those sermons, what those men stood for, how they died. And prayerfully to the men and women of the cloth today, 2023, maybe their hearts will be pricked to pick up that mantle that those uh, clergymen back in the revolutionary, pre-revolutionary uh, period leading up to the Revolutionary War and during the war, how those men and women used scripture to steal the spines of the American patriots who themselves had to leave their farms, their blacksmith farm, uh, shops and cobbler shops and everything else and go down there and regulate some fools. And not everybody went. I think less than a third actually fought. And of the third, not all of them were combatants. Many of them were in the support roles. <clears throat> and I think we find ourselves there today. So with no further ado, I want you to listen to Buddy Brown. Now, he's not singing. He, he's just talking on this. I want you to listen to it. It's about six minutes long, uh, Mr. Producer. <clears throat> Obviously, we're not at an all-out war yet, right? But we are definitely, without a doubt, in the middle of a battle. And uh, I used to just be of the assumption that we could have 100 million people at the drop of a hat that uh, would basically fight for the cause of freedom at any time, anywhere. But now I think I know better. Y'all notice the pattern of events? There's always a pattern. It usually goes like this. There's some political figure that creates some kind of outrage, right? And then many patriots standing by are a lot like Peter in the Garden of Gethsemane next to Jesus. When they try to take Jesus and he takes his sword and he cuts the soldier's ear straight off. A lot of us are like that. Uh, saying, you ain't going to bring that kind of evil up here, not on my watch. But we've screwed up really, really bad if we think that this many millions of people have got our backs because I just don't believe they do. I've had a group text now with a bunch of guys from college. I've known them for years and years and years. And uh, we've stayed in touch for, you know, all this time. But what happens is some kind of treason or some kind of tyranny just lights up. And me and this one other guy just get all fired up and we're like, let's get it. Let's fight it. Let's understand it. Let's fix it. All this kind of stuff. And then the other guys are either just accepted as this is just the way the world is or they're completely silent, which to me is even worse. I mean, I've never understood that. They don't seem to engage. There's no light in their eyes. Their blood pressure doesn't rise up. You know, they don't get stirred up about it at all. I know that they agree on paper, but why won't they fight? Then I realized something really important, y'all. I realized that we are surrounded by a whole bunch of false warriors everywhere. They're not actually participating in the same battle that I am. In the first battle of Bull Run, during the war between the states, something absolutely astounding happened. It was so tone deaf that in modern times, y'all would have a hard time even believing it. What happened was civilians came up to the top of the hill and they brought picnic lunches to watch the battle go down below. They brought picnic lunches. <laughs> Knee-jerk reaction, you say, what the hell's wrong with these people? We're in an all-out war down here below where 5,000 men were either killed or wounded. And you think the appropriate thing to do is to go ahead and bring a picnic? Y'all kidding me? War photographer Matthew Brady, he said, look, for these picnickers, 
the battle was not just a spectator sport. It was uh, important politically, so politicians came up there and they attended. It was important socially, so journalists attended, and it was also an awesome opportunity to sell food. So all the food vendors came and they sold food. Is it really that outrageous, though? Because I guarantee y'all, 90% of people today who act like they're on our side are going to be packing the picnic to watch the entertainment as our country completely goes down. They're false soldiers. Now, this ain't to say at all that the people who are watching the Battle of Bull Run from up there on top of the hill eating picnics didn't feel any kind of emotion at all. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying they were not engaged in the same battle as we are or as somebody who, say, watches Buddy Brown videos. <laughs> you watch these videos, I already know who you are. Appreciate you. God bless you. Now, the Bible says to be equally yoked, right? So from here on out, I'm just telling you, I'm running with those who are running at the same pace that I am. Because those who get their information like I do, who process it like I do, those are the ones on my side when all hell breaks loose. Some of y'all better draw the line in the sand right now. Because you know the people in your life that I'm talking about. Really interesting. When Yellowstone National Park reintroduced wolves in 1995, something absolutely crazy happened. The rivers actually changed course. Y'all know about this? The reason I'm bringing that up is <laughs> it has to do with the way patriots are alive and well in this world or not. When they're missing, it shows. See, everyone talks about the, uh, the wolves and how they take life from all these other animals, but nobody ever talks about how wolves actually give life because they do. See, when the wolves were gone, when they were gone, there was no pressure on the deer. There was no pressure on any of the elk. So the population went completely through the roof. The vegetation was destroyed because their balance was completely out of whack. After the wolves were reintroduced, though, plant life once again began to thrive again. And the riverbanks uh, and all the erosion decreased significantly. The riverbanks got stable again and actually made the rivers and streams change course back to the original design. Now, when we remove patriots from everyday life, all of a sudden, the course of our rivers start to change, and it starts to look like something real nasty. It starts to look like something we're seeing right now. And as y'all know, America's original design was to raise generation after generation of balls-out patriots committed to freedom. You know? We all know in our lives a whole bunch of card-carrying members who have the same ideas as we do, who have the same beliefs as we do, but how many do we actually know that show it every single day? day in and day out. Our rivers have changed. We all know it. We can feel it. It doesn't sit right in our bones. And when World War III breaks out, I just want to tell y'all, don't be shocked when you see a whole bunch of folks up there on the hill having a nice little picnic. I believe in this cause so much that I turned down all the luxury and all the comfort of, of Nashville and country music and all that stuff because I wouldn't shut the hell up politically. I wouldn't do what they said and, and write simple little happy melodies that everybody could sing along to. That's just not my that's just not my thing. I turn it all down and I stood with y'all, so you don't even need to check into my files. You know where I stand. We don't walk around hostile twenty four seven, but we walk around awake and alert. Because cowardice is contagious. So I just want to tell y'all to watch out. Hope this video blessed you. We're standing strong. We will never be moved. All right. That's our own Buddy Brown, a true patriot, a Mississippi boy. Folks, uh, it's nut-cutting time. We get this uh, memo from Homeland Security, which is consistent with the one you heard me speak about from the FBI. <clears throat> the Department of Homeland Security is warning communities nationwide about an increased risk of terror attacks 
on churches, schools, federal installation, law enforcement heading into the 2024 election. Essentially, Homeland Security is telling you who's on their target list. The FBI is telling you who's on their target list, essentially. So they're saying、uh, churches, schools, federal installations, law enforcement. Folks, this is the government. Now we've got young uh, uh, gangs of marauding youth, but primarily black, destroying communities, destroying businesses, pummeling people on the streets. They're not on this list. The Department of Homeland Security and the FBI, they created this gentleman、uh, out of whole cloth who supposedly rammed the gate of the White House. He conveniently had a Nazi flag in his、uh, truck, which they displayed prominently on the, on the ground, just like they did at Trump's Mar a Lago uh, uh, home invasion when they went in there. They laid out all those documents on the ground so the public would have in their mind. Oh, he had documents when, in fact, they laid them out there on the carpet. The two, again, To create the narrative that they want, the same thing. Now, this guy happens to be an Indian national here in the country illegally from the subcontinent of India. But he's, he's a white supremacist all of a sudden. Folks, this is what I keep trying to tell black folks. Folks, the people who are behind all this evil, whether you want to call them the New World Order, the Illuminati, or just Satan's minions. They plan on wrapping all this stuff up by 2024, one way or the other. They've got these communities being overran by black kids, creating an、uh, image in the mind of people that, hey, you don't want to be around these folks. While at the same time, the Department of Homeland Security, FBI, and ATF, and everybody else that works for Biden administration. It's creating this narrative that these people are going to have to be dealt with. And so, going into the 2024 election, <clears throat> the FBI and Homeland Security and ATF and all these other agencies that are plotting against our freedoms will be able to say that we have to do this here. We have to go after the, the people who we believe are white supremacists because they're going after the marauding gangs of black youth who are, who are terrorizing the community. So, they're going to try to kill two, bir two birds with one stone. They're going to use their, their stormtroopers, the same people who, have on the, who had on the BLM uniforms and the Antifa uniforms in,、uh, from 2018 on to 2020. Now they're going to be wearing the neo Nazi uniform and the uh, uh, marauding black youth. The black youth don't realize, and the black community don't realize we've been set up, I've been trying to tell you. Uh, what is it? 30 tons of uh, uh, ammonia nitrate is missing. It's not missing. They just plan on blowing up some malls, blowing up some schools, and blaming it on the Patriots. Folks, they don't intend to release. They said that Trump didn't want to leave power. No, Biden doesn't want to leave in his administration. But that's fine. All you folks who. Who uh, uh, worked your hardest against Donald Trump because of the way he was? Well, you're going, to get the, you're going to get a piece of what you voted for. America's gone. We have been slowly just 
set adrift by the Delbert Hosemans of the world, the Michael Guest, the Greg Harpers, the Paul Ryans, all the little compromises, all the little under the table deals that's been done, it's catching up with America. That's what I keep telling you. You got two choices coming bow down or bow up. There are, there's not going to be any in between. Our number is 601-879-0002. That's our Complete Exteriors, Miss, uh, Complete Exteriors Roofing and Gutter uh, sponsored hotline. For all your roofing and gutter needs, you can go to this website, completeexteriorsms.com, and schedule an appointment for them to come out to give you an estimate on the repairs for your home exterior. You can ask for Eddie. He got you covered. You just uh, uh, email him, or you can call 326-2755, area code 601. We'll be right back. All right, folks, we're back. And it is Tuesday. Glad to be back here in the studios. Hey, I want to remind you, congratulations to my friend Allison Noy. Uh, she's engaged to be married. Congratulations, girl, and uh, all the happiness to you. And uh, that's awesome. That is awesome. Good to hear that. Also, folks, uh, if you're looking to upgrade your lawn care equipment, going from a push mower to that zero turn, don't forget our good friends over at Frederick Sales and Service in downtown Brain Dome, Mississippi. That's right. Located 1006 Old Highway 471 in downtown Brandon. Frederick Sales and Service, Central Mississippi's largest Exmark dealer. They've been doing it for a while, and plus they maintain all the equipment they sell. So if you've got lawn care equipment that needs repair, check them out. FrederickSalesandService.com. And financing is available there on that Exmark in-house. They'll take care of you. They've got ways of putting you on that lawnmower. Check them out today. Again, FrederickSalesandService.com. With no further ado, let's go to my boy, Mobile Bob. What up, man? Hey, man. Hey. So I <laughs> see where Lindsey Graham went to Ukraine, and uh, <laughs> they was talk joking about killing Russians there and with Zelensky and what he says that the best money the United States ever spent uh, killing Russians. That's what he's saying, the best money the United States ever spent. Yeah, that they are now uh, they are now bombing Russia proper. They're they're bombing apartment buildings in Russia. This is American and NATO troops under the guise of Ukrainian troops. They're trying to provoke Russia into World War Three, so they can crash the economy, erase all the debt, and then basically have everybody subjugated here in America. Lindsey Graham is a traitor. Roger Wicker was one of those who was egging this war on, and for what end? For what end? people are nuts. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and of course, uh, Putin is the most rational person in the whole bunch, in the whole world right now with this crap right now. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, in, it's, uh, it's insane. The, t- the tables have just straight up flipped and turned. Yeah, they're trying to provoke a war with Putin and, and to get him to do something. Which, God's getting close to where he doesn't have much of a choice. <laughs> with a way to keep escalating this thing. And so then, then the justification for them, uh, uh, United States, getting in, I suppose, and then crashing everything. It's just it's absolutely insane. Best money we ever spent. Now, what ain't your money, you, you darn idiot? <laughs> but he doesn't care. It's it's just, I, yeah, like you said, the one end. What do you think going to be left after they crash everything? I guess they just get the rebuilding, whatever image they think is good. Yeah, be interesting to see what, what that is. And it's amazing how 
the image they want to rebuild it in always involves a lot less fewer people in it. <laughs> you know, that, that is, and you know, <clears throat> to your point, bro, the evil that's just on every corner around every transaction, I mean, everything that they do is just the fingerprints of evil and Satan is all over it. And yet people like Lindsey Graham, people like Barbara Mike and all these other folks out there, they just oblivious to it. It's like, oh, well, I guess it is if that's their normal. That's what they're used to. But for those of us who really can't cotton to this type of thing, bro, uh, it's, we're getting to nut cutting time. Yeah, it's I mean, just <clears throat> becoming absolutely amazing. Mm-hmm. And it used to be like you said, the people on the left used to supposedly be the anti-war crowd. Mm hmm. And now, now all of a sudden, it's kind of it's flipped on its head. You've got the the uh, what we call they call us the radical rights. Us on the radical right, supposedly radical right, we're the ones trying to say, hey, wait, hold slow, the roll. Mm-hmm. We don't need to be uh, trying to provoke a war with Russia. The thing, you know, you, you, I mean, all the thing we're missing now what is peace beads or whatever they used to wear. Right. <laughs> we maybe we need to go get us some peace beads. <laughs> and I, I go and I go to university campus and start chanting like they used to do it. Mm. It's just amazing how the flip the script has been flipped. So, well, uh, what what I see happening is um, America's under siege. Over the next eighteen months, we're going to see America just basically be dismantled. Uh, China's going to make its move on Taiwan, and uh, Russia's going to make its move there in Europe. America nor NATO is equipped to fight uh, no. on all those different fronts. Uh, we can't produce the ammunition that we need to fight a war. So much of what we need comes from China. Uh, I just see the whole thing collapsing in. And then, uh, uh, you know, they, they're going to attack our infrastructure here while they bomb Taiwan and uh, Taiwan, Taiwan, rather. Folks, this is not looking good for the home team. The life as we know it is, is going to be greatly altered uh, probably forever. I mean, these pe- there's just so many people working against common sense, human life, common decency, what's right. There's just nobody seems to want to stand up and do what's right on behalf of the American people. They're only doing what's right in their own eyes and what's good for them. And, it, and all Trump did was... Uh, he stood in their way. That's it. He was just a, he, but he was just a, a momentary speed bump as far as things concerned. Now they don't want him in. They don't want him there because they don't want the speed bump. But it's the, it's like the guy was just completely surrounded by enemies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, at every turn, even his own vice president, it just there was just nobody completely working for us. <laughs> and there and there and short of just uh, cleaning house. And starting all over again, and enacting a uh, you know a dictator who determined to uh, restore us back to our constitute to the constitution again. It has almost no answer for it. The ship has sailed, brother. Like I said before, uh, what we're going to be doing is be really just be picking between the evil that's going to befall us. Uh, I, I just don't see us coming out of this tailspin on our own. God has a ram in the bush. But from where I'm sitting, from my vantage point now, I'm going to still operate in faith, still going to fight the good fight, still going down swinging. But at the end of the day, as Buddy Brown just pointed out, there just doesn't seem to be enough people out there interested in doing what's right. There's just not. We need a supermajority to fix things. 
a simple majority just isn't going <clears> to <throat> do it anymore because it's so corrupt. They, the, the corrupt folk have so much power and influence. Well, there is no political solution. Yeah, there is no political. I, I mean, that's why I'm not even getting excited about supposedly the Republicans voting on the folk. There was no fight. No. I mean, there, there was never any fight. All they did is just agree to raise the amount of money that they're going to steal from us. That's all it is. And they were going to do that yeah. regardless. This was all just fan dancing about uh, we're going to try to hold their feet to the fire on immigration. They, there's no plans. America's gone. It's gone. I mean, if you live like they do over in China, just make your iPhones and go home and shut your damn mouth. Oh, you're going to love the America that they have for you. But if you're not you one know, of those, there's going to be a lot of folks doing that too. Unfortunately, yeah. Well, we're all going to find out what we're made of because these people. De- Look, you cannot be nice enough to these people, okay? If you yeah. ever had the stench of freedom on, on you, it well, it'll be a stench in their eyes. But if you ever had freedom coming out of your mouth in your writings anywhere, you will always be suspect. They will never trust you unless you are chalk lines, Lumumba. Or Greg Harper, or Michael Guest, or Paul Ryan, uh, these people will never trust you. You got to do, you, you you're gonna have to do something extraordinary to prove your bona fides to these folks. Otherwise, you just you're worthy of death. And that, the people go along, get along, crowd say, well, okay, uh, it's okay if they run things. <clears throat> I just stay out of their way. Yeah. You've been doing that for a little while, but their plans involve a lot less fewer people, folks. <laughs> That's the key. That's the main thing. So, okay, they're not going to leave you alone. They're not going to leave somebody you know alone. If they're going to get one or one, you or somebody you know. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. Well, it is what it is. We are where we are. We got here because uh, men and good men and women of goodwill kept doing the wrong thing. They kept giving people the benefit of the doubt. And uh, uh, these folks were playing for all the marbles and look like they've got most of them at this point. Brother, we're up against a hard break. Appreciate you. We'll be right back. All right, folks, we're back. And it is Tuesday. Glad to be back here in the studios again today. Hey, I want to remind you, you got a taste for pizza pie this evening. You got a taste for your pie. Located 340 Calhoun Station Parkway, folks. Have pizza your way. That's what they're known for, designing that pizza. If you want a little heavy cheese on one half and more black olives on the other side, they can do it that way. And one thing about having your pizza designed the way you want it, kids love that. And uh, they make the faces on there and put use the green bell pepper for mustaches and all that kind of stuff. It's just fun for the kids. And I always like to tell Mima and Papa. Take the grandkids over there. It's lasting memories. They'll be talking about it uh, years and years down the road. So, again, YourPie, YourPie.com. Download the app, and, uh, again, you'll be creating memories there at YourPie. Hold on here. Let me see. Got a lot of echo there. There we go. That's a lot better. All right, so uh, located 340 Calhoun Station Parkway on the Miracle Mile in Gluckstadt. And while you're over there, if you need to mail out a package, don't forget our good friends at the mailroom of Gluckstadt your office resource center. There, they handle all your office resources. If you need to ship things, need copies made, laminated, you need them correlated, you need them stamped, punched, you need them sent off, they can uh, deliver, uh, mail out. Uh, They take Amazon packages you need to send back. Uh, They have DHL, UPS, FedEx, United States Postal Service, uh, any kind of service that you need to mail things out, they do it. And uh, we encourage you, they also have a notary on hand. And also they wrap packages. They have gift wrapping paper. 
the whole nine yards. They also have mailboxes. You need a place to have your mail delivered? They can do it right there at the mail room of Gluckstadt. 272 Calhoun Station Parkway or the Miracle Mile there in Gluckstadt. Check them out today. All right, folks, here's what the Department of Homeland Security is warning.、Uh, they're basically issuing you、uh, their calendar of events.、Uh, we intend to bomb, kill, or destroy、uh, churches, schools, federal installations, law enforcement heading into the 2024 election, specifically cautioning that the legislative or judicial. Specifically, cautioning that legislative or judicial decisions pertaining to, pertaining rather, <clears throat> excuse me, let me restart again. Specifically, this is what the Homeland Security is cautioning us about that legislative or judicial decisions pertaining to social political issues could trigger violence in coming months. Now, check this out it ain't triggered it yet, except for on the part of the left who didn't want Roe versus Wade overturned. So, the government is telling you they're getting ready to kill some people. Just like they kill those babies out there in, in West Texas. In a bulletin just issued before Memorial Day, the Department of Homeland Security cited a spate of violent acts this spring, including、uh, an act of violence on a Christian school in Tennessee that they won't give us the、uh, manifesto on because, again, one of their favorite government groups doesn't fare well in that、uh, manifesto, supposedly. And also a shopping mall in Texas.、Uh, shopping mall in Texas, that guy was a gangbanger, came over illegally, and they didn't want that. They wanted to say, oh, he was a neo Nazi, he was a white supremacist, he was Hispanic. Now, all of a sudden, all these minorities come into the land of racism to become racist. What the hell? Folks, it's our government doing this stuff. Just telling you that. It's the Chris Ray and the Moyorkers and all these other folks. The United States remain in a heightened threat environment, the bulletin declares. Lone offenders and small groups motivated by a range of ideological beliefs and personal grievances continue to pose a persistent and lethal、uh, threat to the homeland.、Uh, those、uh, small groups include the FBI top leadership, senior executive uh, uh, services uh, level、uh, managers in these government agencies,、uh, lone offenders like Chris Ray. Both domestic violent extremists,、uh, all these people are, in my opinion, those associated with foreign terrorist organizations,、uh, those who accepted Chinese help in the、uh, stealing of the 2020 election, continue to attempt to motivate supporters to conduct attacks in the homeland, including violent extremists messaging and online calls for violence. Really? Really? These are the chat rooms that they set up. The Buffalo shooter in a chat room that they were running. <laughs> and they didn't stop him. The agency said the start of the presidential election campaign season and expected controversial decisions by the courts and Congress and state legislatures could further activate people and other groups seeking to commit violence. Now, I would remind you <clears throat> under the Biden administration, they are issuing bonuses to these.、Uh, Uh, uh, agencies, employees, and particularly the, the management, the supervisors, mid level supervisors, for how many cases they open up against the American people. And then how many convictions they get even more bonuses. They're getting financial incentive to go after the American people. 
When I called the local FBI office and they made that inquiry, is this true? Well, the official response was、uh, everybody's paid according to the、uh, what is it, OPM policies. That's kind of canned, in my opinion. I asked specifically, were they getting bonuses for opening up cases against the American people? That's the response I got. Make of it what you will. Likely targets of potential violence include U.S. critical infrastructure, which they've already started doing that. The government's already started blowing up transformers. Faith based institutions, they've already been blowing up Planned Parent, uh, uh, I mean, uh, uh, pro life clinics, not blowing them up, terrorizing them. Uh, individuals, uh, events associated with the LBGTQIA community, schools, racial and ethnic minorities, and government. Folks, they're just throwing crap out here because they intend to go after everybody. Folks, nobody's safe. Even you crazy judges out there that, that are stamping off on this foolishness, your kids and grandkids going to the mall too. Roger Wicker's kids and grandkids going to the mall. I don't think they've got a way. Well, I take it back. They gave、uh, all the senators satellite phones. So、uh, they may say, hey, Roger, you need to get your kids out of the mall. We're going to blow that baby up. Officials point to the arrest of domestic extremists driven by a belief in the superiority of the white race for plotting an attack on an electrical substation in Maryland. Oh, really? The arrest, they also said, followed a series of similar attacks on electrical infrastructures. You notice that? First, it was、uh, trains they were derailing. Now it's the、uh, electrical infrastructure. Folks, they give me, look, I don't know where they think they're going with the destruction of our、uh, civilization and society. I don't know how they think that they're going to be just so above the fray. Hell, if you ran out of uh, uh, ammunition in Ukraine, you'll run out of ammunition here. I just. This is my worldview. This is, this is how I approach it, okay? I don't know what about you. My brother Jack told me this when I was leaving Joliet, going down to Atlanta, go to school. About walking to a room full of men. He said, When you walk into a room full of men, you look those SOBs in the eye and look them up and down, let them know you're a man too. I do the same thing if I'm look, walking in the room when it's General Miley and there were all those damn medals on. The same thing with Chris Ray, the same thing with Governor Reeves, the same thing with Mayor Chalkalines Lemuel. You're a man just like me. Folks, these people aren't supermen, they're not superhuman. They just got some goons around them who are willing to go to the wall for them. But guess who had goons around them? Saddam Hussein, Muammar Gaddafi. Everybody's a badass until the, mo- until the momentum shifts. So I'm just telling you. Folks, stand stout, stay in the word, and just realize 90% of the people that you roll with ain't going to roll with you when things hit the fan. They're going to go Jeff Sessions on you. Oh, t h e y big time Christians now. Oh, they love the Lord. They're going to do what's right. No, they ain't. They're going to fold like a lawn. Look what has happened to America because one Christian, one public Christian at that. And I want you to notice something. Notice the difference between Garrick, Merrick Garland, And Jeff Session. Jeff Session, the public Christian, a man of, of rectitude, yada, 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 and then Merrick Garland, a man who's evil as they come, but he was quiet. 
He didn't let in, he didn't tip his hand. He didn't go around and say, Hey, I'm a Christian man or I'm an atheist. He didn't do any of that. He just laid low. He was the gray man. Look at the evil that SOB has wreaked on this country. And then Jeff Session, the public Christian. And many of us are like Jeff. You ain't going to stand. You put a little pressure on you. You threaten your 401k. You threaten your house. Threaten whatever. You ain't going to die for your kids and grandkids. No, you ain't. You want stuff. Our number is 601-879-0002. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. All right, folks, the summer is just beginning. It's going to get exciting. Uh, our beloved country has been destroyed. I mean, hey, you sat there on、uh, sleep at the wheel. Remember, Trump was our last best hope, and you hate him. The foolishness of your decision is going to be made manifest, and you're going to realize, dang, it's going to be too late then. But, you know, you're going to have the same regret as most of the black community is going to have. The black community is being set up to be destroyed, but hey, we won't take counsel. We love them Democrats. And those SOBs are in the hand of Satan. They got Satan in a headlock. He can't even go out and recruit any more devils. Let's go to Master D. What's up, Mr. D? Hello? All right, the boy on that stuff. Master D? All right. Anyway, <clears throat> here's the deal, folks. Our government is telling us that they're getting ready to bomb some folks. They're getting ready to blow some stuff up. They got 30 tons. Of, that's what they used to blow up the、uh, Murrah Federal Building there in Oklahoma City. And they had,、uh, what,、uh, how many pounds? 3,000 pounds of it, a truckload of it. This was a train car full of it. There are no whites that I know of who are out here plotting to go against the government other than the FBI and ATF and Department of Homeland Security. Those are only whites out there plotting against the American people to destroy things. And I know plenty of patriots. What they're trying to do is pick a fight with the American people. So, they'll have a reason to declare martial law either through a World War III scenario,、uh, a bombing of the infrastructure. Folks, you need, look, all I can say is stay prayed up because you, those who ain't got ready don't, they have no intentions of being ready.、Uh, as Mobile Bob pointed out, they're getting ready to thin out the herd. Black folks, I'm telling you, we are not, that's why they didn't see until we started jumping up and down acting the fool, they didn't even let black folks on Star Trek. Oh, no, 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 no. Hold up, hold up. This ain't Noah's Ark, bro. Get the hell back. Let's go to Master D. Hey, man. <clears throat> are you, are you going to be my new Huckleberry? What I got?、Uh, what, you, what you want, son? I, listen, son. You got, listen, son. You got your pen and pen. I told you how to di-、uh, get rid of diabetes. You failed to do so. I'm going to tell you once again, because I love you, bro. And, uh, All y'all out here. I'm drinking, that, I'm drinking noni juice, bro. That, that stuff don't work. I can get you some pure noni juice. I, I have、uh, access to pure noni juice. All you need to do is say, spin it to me. I got pure stuff. And、uh, 
But anyway, Kim, um, uh, about 30 days ago, if you stepped out your house and looked up in the sky, there was a big old dark storming cloud uh, surrounding the city, right? You remember that? No, but go ahead. Well, I mean, they're already here. And uh, no, nobody wants to talk about the 79,000 tons of uh, high explosive that came missing off the plane. And nobody want to talk like two-gun tactical. Why are we buying Russian ammunition, Kim? Let's not play any more games, people. Uh, I am the general. I am in charge. Yahweh, Aiden, Elohim, the same God, Matt, your producer. Producer. Jesus Christ ain't the son of God. That's in the Bible. He tell you that. The first son of uh, the most high God is Yahweh. And uh, his first son was Adam. And uh, your guy called me the other day. And let me make this very clear. Are you listening, Kim? Yes, sir. Anytime you call my phone, I'm not a fellow agent. I'm not this and that. What I am is a very smart investigator that would help anyone. Don't call my phone talking about we got to go war against them folks. You are an agent. Because first of all, that's not how you go by. When I talked to you about uh, last year this time, I wrote a letter to Donald Trump. And then on January the 26th, 2016, when he got in office, what was the first thing he did, Kim, and we talked about this on your show. Because if you can't remember, I'll be glad to buy you some dingo bowl of cobra because I am the root doctor, too. That's why they called me Master D. Credit said he come to give you life and life more abundant. So I'm going to tell you, eat watermelon, non-GMO watermelon, and cantaloupe for 30 days, Kim. It'll flush all that fat and kidneys stuff out your kidneys and follow the dietary laws of the Bible like Matt do. He's a Jewish person, and I'm a Jew. That means somewhere along the lines, those brown eyes he got, he got a little Negroid in him when he crossed over to Eurasia. That's why they called me Master D. Oh. And if one thing I did, Kim, on my way home, my car, my new model car, damn near did a somersault in the street on Rose Street. Mr. Mayor, let me say I'm going to support you, but if you can't get up and do your job and you make $150,000 a year plus a $30,000 expense account, I don't think you're up for the job anymore. Because at least we can buy some rocks and some cement or some cement truck and fill these damn holes, Mr. Wade. I got you. This, it's, 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 in, it's incredible. And if we're paying downtown Parkland, which they're supposed to be over with under the seven-year agreement, but we're paying them any money, let's stop paying out anybody that's getting the free check with a Republican. And this guy, Ron DeSantis, let me tell you a little bit about him, Kim. Do you want – you got a couple more minutes, I'm going to let you go, okay? Go ahead. He is the brother of none other than George Santos. Oh. They have a town in Brazil named after him. They split up and their family changed their name. Matter of fact, the city is called uh, 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 Pierre Santos. That's where George DeSantis, this flaming homosexual, these guys are the devil's son. Oh. You ever seen Damien?
folks. We're back. <clears throat> and it is Tuesday, and we have in the studios with us some special guests. Oh, I need that other clip there, my friend. Uh, the duplex there. We have special guests here in the studios. We have、uh, Pastor Joseph White of Restoration Community Church and his, one of his, like, what, one of your deacons?、Uh, minister. Minister, one of the ministers. Mr. Dennis Ayers. He was here a couple weeks ago prior to the、uh, event they had at、uh, Jackson State,、uh, calling all men to basically be in service to Jackson and the gospel of Jesus Christ. With no further ado, we have、uh, Mr. Pastor Joseph White. How are you doing, Pastor? I'm good,、uh, Brother Kim. How are you? It's good. Good to have you here. Good to see Brother Dennis back. And、Amen. just plug that in, Dennis. And okay. Just, This is only if you get a call in, okay? Okay. <clears throat> And,、uh, folks, I am a little hoarse today, but I am good to go. Otherwise,、uh, we wanted to have Pastor in to talk about、uh, whatever's on his heart. Of course, you guys just had the event、uh, last weekend on the 20th there at Jackson State.、Uh, you had a number of speakers, and you guys addressed some of the concerns here in the city of Jackson.、Uh, first of all, you can introduce yourself, tell people a little bit about yourself and your ministry. Yes, I'm、uh, Joseph White.、Uh, I pastor Restoration Community Church in Jackson,、uh, Mississippi. We're at 328、uh, Bowling Street、uh, in West Jackson. So we're right in the heart of it.、Uh, and our、uh, vision and mission ministry is to be of service to the community, to make a difference,、uh, to help in ways naturally and spiritually、uh, in that community. So. That's where we've been for the last eight years.、Uh, our church has been in existence now for, it'll be 12 years in、uh, 12 September. Years. Wow. Yes. Yeah, so、uh, we're going to、uh, just continue to just hammer away、uh, and let God do what He does best and just follow. Right. Well, you are,、uh, uh, that's a long time, 12 years. I didn't know it's been that long, but、yeah. uh, you've been there in the community. You、uh, have a heart for the community. You've been doing several projects around there. What are some of the things that you're looking to do? Well, first of all, if you want to recap what happened at the Restoration Conference.、Uh, yes,、uh, let me just back up and、uh, give you a sense of why we did that. I like to have a reason for doing everything that we do,、uh, and not just to, for the sake of doing stuff.、Uh, if you recall, in the year 21, 2021,、uh, the data came out that. Jackson led the nation in cities greater than、uh, 100,000 in size in terms of a murder rate per capita. We,、uh, were seeing, we saw、uh, 97.6 people murdered in Jackson、uh, per 100,000, and that's how the data is tabulated uh, uh, for comparative purposes. And when we compare it、uh, to, let's say, Chicago,、uh, Chicago had a rate of like 29.、Uh, Uh, Atlanta, like 31, 32, Detroit, 48. So we could see that Jackson, Mississippi had a kill rate,、uh, murder rate, homicide rate, whichever way you want to cast it,、uh, uh, that was three times that of,、uh, excuse me, three times that of,、uh, of Chicago and three times that of Atlanta and, and twice the rate of、uh, Detroit. So with those kind of numbers, it kind of shook me and it shook.、Uh, Some people、uh, that were working with me, and、uh, we began to walk around the community and, and talk to the people. And we saw that、uh, people cared. And so that's why we ended up calling it、uh, the conference of men who care. 
I think uh, people do care about Jackson. Uh, people want to see Jackson win, but uh, they don't know how to get the win. And I'm not saying we know exactly how to do it, but uh, we've been looking at this for a while. And the first thing we wanted to do was just con- convene uh, some of the, the major players, uh, mm-hmm. the chiefs, the sheriff, and people that uh, – could speak to the issues. Mm-hmm. So the first year was more or less um, just looking at the data, which was astounding. And what we see uh, also, uh, and put some emphasis on, is the breakdown in the family, uh, whereas uh, you know, about 70% of black children are raised in single-parent homes, about 80 85% of uh, any uh, average uh, teenager that you'll see locked up is coming from a a uh, fatherless home or a home where the father is not present. And the numbers just go on and on and on. If you look at the pregnancy rates, about 700% more are likely uh, to come from a child, uh, a girl that has a premature pregnancy or a teen with drug issue uh, are likely to come from a single-parent home, about 700% mm-hmm. regarding pregnancy. And suicide, you can look at any number you want to look at, you'll see six suicides, like 63%. Uh, from single parents home. So we're saying, where are the fathers? Where are the fathers? So we were encouraging that year of uh, men, let's, re- let's get reconnected with our children. Even though you and your mom and the baby's mother may not be getting along, may not have a relationship, but uh, that's your child. Right. And I still th- yeah. I think that has to be an ongoing conversation, an ongoing uh, exhortation with, uh, with men, particularly black, black men. Uh, so this year we didn't want to just rehash numbers, so we started uh, looking at, we want to look at uh, what can we do uh, to actually make a difference uh, in terms of, uh, uh, first first of all, uh, we know one thing that is absolutely necessary, and that was how we themed it out, and that's unity. There's, we can't do it. We're not trying to be uh, the do all and 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 uh, anything like that. But what we do, what God did give us and has given us, is a grace to facilitate uh, bringing people together. And that's how I see our role as facilitators. We're a small church. We we can't put out a uh, hundred people on the street, a uh, thousand people on the street. That's just not our role. That's mm-hmm. not our capacity. <clears throat> but God has given us a grace uh, to be able to speak and, and have people, uh, a number of people listen and then come together and begin to formulate uh, uh, plans. So uh, so we uh, are looking at uh, how can what can we do to impact this crime rate in Jackson? Uh, what uh, how can we think outside the box uh, and, and and do that? It makes some things happen. And there are some uh, strategies that we're looking at. But I'll, I'll, I'll uh, uh, let you speak now. I've uh, kind of sucked up the oxygen in the room for well, a while. We'll yeah, uh, <laughs> and we'll let Brother Dennis uh, weigh in. Uh, how did you see the conference? Uh, you know, your assessment, your encapsulation, summation. Well, Kim, first of all, thank you for having me back. Mm-hmm. Um, as, uh, and that's a testament as to know that um, this is um, something that um, we all should be deeply concerned about uh, because this is not a – this transcends political uh, boundaries, uh, racial boundaries. This is a – issue that we as Mississippians should come together and 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 and, and solve it can it's doable um, the conference is coming um, with the approach that we know we cannot depend on or we've lost a level of confidence in our leadership 
um, they cannot fix the problem. Um, of course, we have a active conversation with the police, and they can't lock up the problem. Um, so what we've done is we, we're simply taking a um, uh, from-the-ground-up approach mm-hmm. to where um, men in particular are taking the role in this, and, 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 and men, men of faith are, 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 are coming together and saying, well, look, this thing needs to start and end with the body. Mm-hmm. Um, and, 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 and one of the primary reasons um, that it has not to this point and has gotten to this point is because the body of Christ couldn't come together or wouldn't come together for whatever reason um, to nip this thing in the butt. 20, 30, 40 years ago. Right. Um, um, so now this is what we get. So, um, um, you know, uh, there, if there's no unity, then there's division. And, 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 we're, and we're seeing a lot of division, a lot of um, implosion from mm-hmm. within. Right. Folks, mm-hmm. we're talking with uh, uh, Pastor Joseph White, Restoration Community Church, <clears throat> 328 Bowling Avenue. Uh, Pastor, when are your services? We want to make. Yes, we, we meet uh, on Sundays at 10 a.m. We try to ha- have focused services so we're not uh, dragging it out two and three hours. Uh, uh, come hook up with us if you want to uh, hear the word. Uh, we do uh, intentionally uh, speak the word of God. Uh, Ephesians 4. Uh, 15 is kind of one of my guiding principles, speaking the truth in love. Uh, so we're going to tell the truth, and um, we don't owe anybody anything but our allegiance to the Lord, so we don't have to pull our punches, but we, we do owe you love. Mm. Yeah, Owe no man nothing but love. That's We, we owe you love. We mm. owe each other love. So we're gonna, you're going to get the truth from the Word of God, uh, and uh, you'll get it uh, with a huge dose of love. Uh, every mm. time in the morning at 10 o'clock, we're out by 1130 or so. Okay. Yeah. Again, folks, uh, now, Pastor, this is a question that after I left the conference uh, on the 20th, <clears throat> and it's not just with the, that conference, but with the whole ministry and not just your ministry, all of our ministries, because we all have a ministry. Yes, you know, Whether we acknowledge it or fulfill it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but how do we measure success? Are we looking, you know, you know, when I talk about a possible mayoral run, you know, I tell people, I'm not trying to do Red Rover, Red Rover, let's everybody lock arms and go do something. Uh, those who are going to do something, let us do something. Those who not, we're not going to sit up there like the Suleiman woman. She didn't stop and try to talk with everybody about right. her problem. Right. She went to the source. Right. And, got, and That's where I see it, but how do you measure success in what you're doing? That's a really good question uh, because we have a small church mm-hmm. and uh, we've been hammering and laboring in that area. And it's been like, wow, you know, it's like uh, trying to uh, knock through concrete in some ways spiritually. And if we if, if we uh, measure success by the way people measure success, then I'd be a failure. But I'm not a failure because I, 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 I and we are successful because uh, we obey God. And uh, I would say Regardless of how big your corporation is, how big your church is, how much how big your bank account is, that's not the measure of success. Uh, not in the way I view life. Uh, did I obey God? Am I obeying God? Am I in, being intentional about obeying God? And if I am, then I know uh, 
all the work that we're doing is not in vain and that we are being purposeful and we are fulfilling his purpose. And then I, I can sleep really, really good every night mm-hmm. knowing that. That's mm-hmm. how I measure success. Dennis? Well, <laughs> measuring success in something like this is kind of like herding cats. Mm. Um, um, all we can do is um, uh, we can measure it one life turned around at a time. And, 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 and make no doubt, all we're doing is we're, we're planting seed. We may not um, see it come to bear fruit, but by faith we're simply planting seed into the hearts um, of, of, of men and boys um, in this area. And I think that if we're faithful, if we um, uh, follow what God has called us to do, then we're successful. Okay. Yeah, and, and in, addition, in addition to that, uh, Kim, uh, you know, I was given some data earlier, and uh, if you like numbers, then we know in the year uh, 21 there was uh, uh, like 160, according to uh, WLBT, uh, murders. Right. And uh, 22, it dropped down to about 138, about mm-hmm. a 13% uh, decrease. Well, 22, one of the things that came out <laughs> of our 22 meeting is that we asked God for it, uh, that he would give us a group uh, of people that uh, were, were given to prayer. And he opened it up just as uh, beautiful uh, as you could uh, imagine in that uh, the Commissioner of Agriculture and, and Commerce, Andy Gibson, gave us a room downtown in the um, Coliseum in the Red Room. So once a month we meet for citywide prayer. And so we pray and we pray fervently and we pray uh, according to what we see in front of us in our city. And that's a lot of violence and a lot of degradation, a lot of infrastructure. We pray at that knowing that our warfare is not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and power. So we take it seriously and pray that. Jesus said to bind the things of whatever we bind on earth is bound in heaven. So that's our active uh, our approach. Now, I say that to say, now, I was really hardened uh, just a couple of weeks ago to get the data uh, that there's only been, uh, <coughs> at that time, only about 38 uh, murders in our feel bad saying only because even one is bad. But when you track that out, the trajectory of that out for the year, if it stayed right there where it is now as far as we are into the year, that would come out to be about 94 murders uh, at the end of the year. Right. And that would be a, a drop from uh, 138 to 94 if it holds. And that's about a 32% uh, drop in, uh, in murders. So uh, if we had anything to do with that, uh, then, uh, then again, then, then I'd, ca- I'd call that uh, success in the realm of obeying God and praying like he told us to. Right. And we, yet we believe that other people have a lot to do, a lot of other praying people, a lot of other uh, uh, things to account for that. But we right. can only um, be responsible for what we're called to do. Folks, we're talking with Pastor uh, Joseph White, Restoration Community Church, 328 Bowling Avenue. They're also on social media, Facebook, and uh, the Messages are also there. We have also Minister Dennis Ayers. Our number, the hotline number, 601-879-0002. Brought to you by Complete Exteriors Roofing and Gutters, CompleteExteriorsMS.com. We'll take a break. We'll be right back.
All right, folks, we're back, and it is Tuesday. Folks, we've got an interesting guest,、uh, two guests with us、uh, Dr. Joseph White,、uh, Restoration Community Church, and、uh, his minister, Dennis Ayers. You know, one of the things we were talking about during the break,、uh, I am of the opinion that the message going forward in too many instances over us as blacks and as Americans and Mississippians, et cetera, is too toxic. There's not enough God in it. To sustain、mm-hmm. society.、Uh, I moved here in 81 and I've been to every county in this state in my job, every major employer.、Uh, what struck me, I was aware of the physical poverty. I'd heard about it before I even got here and I saw the physical poverty. But what struck me more so was the poverty of the spirit.、Yeah. And I just see that there's not enough people lifting folks' gaze, brother. Well, I just agree with you.、Mm-hmm. I agree with you.、Uh, you know, one of the things I said、um, at the meeting, I don't know if you're still there or not.、Mm-hmm. I said, you know, we need, to,、uh, we need to be able to talk to one another, and I, and particularly black and white folks. I,、mm-hmm. I said, we need to be able to talk with one another without getting so defensive. I said, you. Because a lot of things that white people say about black people、uh, that may not be flattering, that may not be favorable, it's true. Right. But we, we don't want to hear it. We've got to deal we, with that truth, but go ahead. We, we don't、mm-hmm. want to hear it. We reject it, and, and it, the conversation can't get going. And I said, now, I'm, I'm always going to balance it now.、Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's always two sides to this thing. Right. And when black folks speak to, about the, the abuse and、uh, the racism, et cetera, about <laughs> whites,、uh, and The immediate reaction is generally, but that was my granddaddy, or my great granddaddy. I, 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 that wasn't mean. That's not mean. And, then, and we speak past each other, and no one has a monopoly on the truth, but we can't receive truth so easily、uh, from the person on the other side. And we can't see, receive truth that easily、uh, between ourselves or among ourselves.、Mm-hmm. Some things, okay, maybe we do need to take it in the closet and talk about, but we don't, we don't even do that. And that's why one of the reasons why things、uh, have just imploded or things are just running off the rail, because we won't confront that it is a problem and it is a crying out for a solution. The problems in Jackson,、uh, the crime problem, yeah, they, there's a whole lot of structural reasons for it.、Uh, as the guy said in, in that video,、uh, Reverend Brown, yeah, you have an issue with、uh, Poor housing, poor education, and then you bring in a toxic mix of drugs and then guns, and you're going to get stuff、uh, like this. But、uh, it's something that we, we still need to、uh, talk about and not just、uh, make excuses for. There has to be a, accountability、uh, mixed with a whole lot of love and support.、Mm. Yeah. Yes? Well, <clears throat> uh, you know, I. I I think that、um, for the most part, I, I've never seen、um, people of this generation just carry their feelings on their shoulders. I mean, you know, no one should walk around on eggshells concerned about what they would say. Um, uh, now, of course, certain things shouldn't be said, common sense apply. But, you know, I, I think that.、Um, uh, We have a generation of America,、uh, both black and white, that, are, that can't handle the truth.、Mm. 
you know, and 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 so what we see is kind of like what we're seeing now is we see uh, if, if 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 I say something that you don't like. Mm-hmm. 35 years ago, now you have the ability, if you got enough following, to counsel me out. Right. And that is stupid to me. Mm-hmm. That's stupid. You know, and I think that that's where the wisdom uh, is a simple scripture, mm-hmm. speaking the truth in love. That, I think, kind uh, of help unfold the power of that simple message yes. because it's God's message. You're right. People can't handle the truth. You said right. it like uh, the, uh, the, the, the Colonel, what's his name, on, yeah. on that movie. Yeah, yeah, People, yeah right. But when you t- speak truth, you have a whole lot better shot of it getting received if it's couched in a whole lot of love. Right. Mm. Don't right. don't compromise the truth. But when it's because people basically people want to know that they matter. Yes. And uh People want their dignity preserved, uh, and that's where we have a lot of conflict between uh, the police and, uh, and the community. Well, let me ask you, yeah. fellas, because, I mean, we're all contemporaries age-wise and thereabout. Uh, we didn't always get that uh, velvet glove love treatment from our elders and our parents. Yeah, absolutely not. We got the, okay, this is where it's going to be, Joe White, at 123 Main Street. We don't care what they do down the street. But yeah. I knew. Yeah, well, but, I, you, I, yeah. I, I like but there the, was some preamble to that. I mean, there that, you yeah. go. There it is, yeah. right there. Yeah. I, we call uh, my mother Muddy yeah. you know? So yeah. I said Tyler Perry. Tyler <laughs> Perry. No, you didn't yeah. originate Muddy We had Muddy Uh My mother. Uh, that was a given. <laughs> it, all, it, it was a given. She proved it in so many other ways mm-hmm. that when the and yeah, no tolerance for uh, what she. What didn't fit into her value system? Mm-hmm. No tolerance. Uh, the belt switch. Oh yeah, we, I grew up with the belt and the switch. Okay. Uh, and uh, you may even uh, murmur uh, a lot of bad stuff, even against your parent when you're getting getting whipped. The whole bit. All of that's part of uh, being a child. But the love part of it is like, who's going to feed me? I knew who was going to feed me. Who's going to uh, buy my clothes? I knew who right. was going to buy my clothes. So the love was there, mm-hmm. uh, and the truth was there. In, my, in fact, my mother's words used to be, "The truth hurts." What's her word? The truth hurts. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, <laughs> fellas, the, the there's some biblical truths there also, and that's one of the things as we talk about solutions to these problems, you know, and we talk about the single parents, et cetera, we can't overlook the fact that we had single parents raising us in, right. these, in yes. many cases. But yeah. the difference that they that we had is that they stood on whatever little bit of scriptures they understood. They stood on it. That's right. And, you know, I had someone tell me one time, Kim, if you just take the Ten Commandments and you don't believe in Jesus, you don't believe him as Lord and Savior or anyone else, if you just organize your life, your family, your community around the Ten Commandments, you're going to have a society that has a lubricant to it where people can get along. And so your parents stood on those ancient truths, those ancient landmarks that are not being disseminated. That's one of the reasons why we're having, because we got these gaps in generations where they ain't never heard. They ain't never heard nobody crying out, seeing their mama, you know, they're in there praying early in the morning because they don't know how they're going to make some food on the table. So uh, and that's why what you're what you're crying out for with your with the ministry is that. That, that there be a deeper spiritual awakening in people. Absolutely. Because you can't give them enough stuff if they right. don't have the you other can't. stuff. You can't. No. Yeah. 
Yeah, you can't. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what, you know, we were <laughs> talking about a reference in the news mm-hmm. uh, that we had both read about the Jamaican lady right. that said she would not rent her cottages to black Americans because they cause too much trouble. Mm-hmm. They make too much noise at night <laughs> and uh, they, they're just a big disturbance. And she said there used to be, they're spoiled, the way she said, they're spoiled. She used a couple of curse yeah. She used a curse word, but I, I, I won't <laughs> She said they're used to being given they've been yeah. given too much stuff yeah. and they they come down here expect to be given and stuff and that yeah. ain't, ain't gonna happen <laughs> <laughs> well, well you know so, so. <laughs> it's just probably been about though seven or eight years ago i worked with a with a large um uh white church and um they were they were over in, from rankin county anyway they did ministry here mm-hmm. he did good ministry and their hearts were right they wanted to help uh but uh the uh, one of the guys um that was over the program says dennis is on we we got a you know i got a problem i just can't overcome and i need your help i said well what is it and he said well here's what we're having is where we 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 want to give uh food we know people want to eat they need to eat but they're just coming picking up the food and they don't want to stick around for the word right and um he said that is something we want to give them food but we also want to minister right and 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 so that was one of the um major hurdles and that's just not them. That's just we yeah. experienced that. Yeah. We, we experienced that. That's that's yeah. a, that's an, a good jumping off point. We're going to take a break here. We'll be right back. Okay. All right, folks. We're back. It's Tuesday. Household of Faith in the House Restoration Community Church. Pastor Joseph White and his minister Dennis Ayers, and uh, we're talking about how to deliver God's. Love his word and uh, the change that comes along with that, brother. Mm. It's not an easy task, but it's a task that we've uh, given ourselves, or we are, you know, we say we were signing on to. So we all have a ministry. Yes. Uh, so, I, like I said, the task seems daunting, but I think about our parents, how, I mean, they just did it one day at a time. It's kind of like when you got married. When you signed that mortgage note, you didn't know how you was going to make that note for 30 years. You didn't right. know how you was going to honor those promises you made your wife, right. but you did it one day at a time. One day at a time. Yeah, that's right. That's so, about right. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's what we right. find ourselves doing now. Uh, it seems like the need is forever there, but, you know, somebody took time with us, brother. Yes, yes, right. You know, that, that the um, this year earlier in the, in the uh, year, um, I – did a series, and it was just simply called "Be Ready." Mm-hmm. You, you reminded me of that. In that, uh, we we're talking about. Uh, yeah, thank you. Uh, uh, just one day at a time, one step at a time. Just always being ready. In fact, the word tells us to be instant in season and out of season. So, one of our themes uh, this year has been uh, just be ready and innovate and be creative and demonstrate. It was innovate, create, and demonstrate, uh, and that's kind of what the way the year <laughs> is evolving. Uh, uh, most of the stuff that we're uh, impacting is happening outside of the church wall uh, in an innovative, uh, creative way, and, um, and so you got to just you got to do it. So you got to walk it out and demonstrate it. Um, but yeah, it's it's one day at a time, one walk at a time, one person mm-hmm. at a time, uh, and um, 
you know, despising not uh, the, sm- the small beginnings um, the, and just doing doing the will of God, doing what you're supposed to do. Right. Yeah. Uh, would you like to invite uh, uh, people to some of the ministries you're involved in? What What's on the agenda next for uh, Restoration Church? Uh-huh. Well, we're, we're, uh, we're uh, focusing, I said to uh, congregation um, the leaders that really the thing on my heart right now, it, and it's kind of a natural um, focus, and that's youth, young people. Because, again, if we look at uh, the problem that we are uh, dealing with uh, with the ministry that you attended a week or so ago, it, it's uh, about what young people are doing in Jackson for the most part, the average age of uh, people that are committing serious crimes is from 13 to 31. Wow. So th- that's pretty young. Uh, and uh, when we look at a lot of the killings that happens, if you kind of take an isolated uh, event, these are teenagers. Lots mm-hmm. of teenagers are doing the killing and lots of teenagers are, are being killed. Having said that, uh, there's a lot of good kids in the, in the city. Uh and uh, and I, don't, I, I dare not want to uh, create a sense that all kids are bad or majority are bad. Actually, uh, the data shows that the national data shows that it's less than one percent. Just one percent of any given population, point six percent, commits fifty to seventy percent of the violent crime. Mm. So it's a small, and <laughs> and that's where uh, the focus policing uh, happens for police uh, uh, systems that are being more. Uh, Innovative, more forward thinking. They're not just uh, trying to uh, just frisk, stop and frisk, stop and frisk, stopping people at random uh, because they had a tail light broken or something. But more because those are <clears throat> that's not where you're going to get your big catches. But your big catch is going to be uh, focusing in on that small group. And it just happened uh, to be that a lot of them are young people, and so. Um, Overall, we the, the young uh, people that have not gotten caught up in it, uh, we don't want them to get caught up in it. And, the, and the, some of the young people that are caught up, uh, uh, we we want to see them salvaged. So our focus is uh, we're trying to uh, uh, actually um, partner with uh, another church, other mm-hmm. ministries, uh, and that's what we're learning more about partnering uh, yes. as we move along. Uh, and again, God loves unity. We, Absolutely. Uh, so as uh, we demonstrate. Uh, Unity it, it, for us is necessary because we're a small church, and it's absolutely in the center of God's will uh, to have a unified body. He says it's pleasant when brethren dwell together. Mm-hmm. He, he command blessings when people dwell, brothers dwell together. So, so it's both the will of God and what we are uh, finding a necessity for our ministry. And so that's what we're doing. We're looking at. Uh, you can talk about some of uh, the initiatives. Well, you know. Uh, Kim, what we're dealing with here is not unique mm-hmm. to here. I, I was at, <laughs> at an event uh, Saturday um, in Bay Springs, Mississippi, mm. um, uh, a community of probably five, 6,000 people. And I was talking to a pastor um, who are facing some of the same things that we're facing here. And that a lot, there's a lot of rural crime going on, and it's done by younger people who are influenced by whatever. Uh, And I think that, you know, as facilitators of men who care, that this thing could be uh, duplicated all over the state in any community Mm -hmm. like that. We just simply have to get the word out. 
and it's pastors like it's people like Pastor Moffitt um, down in Bay Springs at uh, um, uh, Jerusalem Missionary Baptist Church. And what was he? Uh, what, what were they doing with the youth? Well, they they just had a uh, a health fair, uh-huh. and with the uh, uh, with COVID related being gone, um, people are starting to slowly come out the house. Right. Well, the youth uh, hadn't had anything to do basically for basically for two years. School was shut down, uh, but they weren't in the house. Mm-hmm. They were out doing things. And, 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 and so what we want to do is we need to start um, uh, uh, reaching out to people like Pastor Moffitt and other pastors in these smaller communities that are having these issues. And at some point, I'm sure that we will be able to uh, um, get everyone in the same room and just kind of communicate exactly what we're doing. Because we're not doing anything difficult. Mm. We're just doing what God has called us to do. And I believe you uh, uh, esta- began to establish some relationships with uh, New Horizon regarding yes. the basketball <laughs> league. Uh, you know, if you can get uh, basketball is low-hanging fruit in the black community. That's right. <laughs> but it's a fruit uh, where relationships can be uh, developed if there, you have uh, an intentionality about why you're using why you want to help uh, the children uh, uh Get involved in a basketball league for their exercise, for their uh, their pleasure, and keep them out of trouble. Yes, all of that, but also to build relationships with uh, youth uh, that may end up being uh, a a jumping off point to where we can begin to have something like a Bible study, or let's just teach some moral lessons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, uh, one of the things, and this is all anecdotal because I mean, this is this this was my life. Uh, you talked about the basketball. Uh, there used to be, I don't even, because when you're young, you know, people just come around and do things like what y'all are doing. And uh, Westminster Church, I think it was Westminster Presbyterian back in my hometown, Decatur, Illinois, on Saturday mornings, uh, they would come through the neighborhood and pick up the kids. They'd take the girls. The girls would go in there and cook pancakes for the guys. The guys play basketball. He had to pay a quarter for to eat, and those who didn't have quarters had to clean up. Mm-hmm. So they had, and the girls didn't have to clean up. All they had to do was cook. Right. And the guys had to either pay a quarter and the girls would, you know, I don't know what they do with the money. But anyway, that was something that, I mean, we looked for it. I remember the, this white guy, college kid, came over there with his station wagon. And I just, I, I can see it to this day, all of us just hanging off the, I think, you've gone to jail <laughs> yeah. today for that kind of stuff. But yeah. we were on top of the car, inside mm-hmm. the car and everything. We went over there and, you know, we used to go play basketball on Saturday mornings, but it was thing. But the other thing that we used to do, and they can't do it now because of the labor unions. I guess you could do it anyway, just tell them to pound sand. Everything is so materialistic now. If mm-hmm. you can get these kids between 9 and 13 and let them work. Mm-hmm. I'm right. talking about work from, say, 7 in the morning to noontime, pay them, but make sure they got some money in their pocket. Get them used to having their own money. Yeah. Yes, and yep. if you do that, all the other programs will fall in place. They don't mind playing a little basketball after they set up at, at Brent's Drug and uh, acting like a highballer, sitting up there buying their own root beer and hot, hot dog and stuff like that. It, it changed me. Mm-hmm. That's right. what I'm saying. So a lot of it ain't just old folks sitting up there talking to them about being and doing good. It's about them having their own money in their pocket. Because a child get 15, 16 years old, 
They done got used to their mama buying them gym shoes. Right. Mm-hmm. Now they think they're little players. They think That's women are、right. supposed to buy them shoes. Right, right, right. right. But yeah, if、like、they have、that. their own. Yeah, so,、That's、you、right. know, even if it's just picking up paper, rather than y'all take up the every fifth Sunday offering, every fifth Wednesday offering, and use that money to pay the kids to go pick up paper for two or three hours, but put $10 or $15 in their hand on a Saturday morning.、Yes. I promise you. Get them、yes. used to having their own money without having to、yes. do something illegal. I think those are great、uh, thoughts, great, great ideas. Idea. I think、yeah. they, they will last through time.、Yeah. That is still、yeah. something that uh, uh, kids would buy into. Let's take a break. Our number is 601 879 0002. We'll Second hour, we want to thank our Restoration Community Church,、uh, Pastor White and、uh, Minister Ayers, for coming on in with us. Any final thoughts, fellas? It's been a wonderful conversation. I appreciate the time of just being able to, as young folks say, just kick it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, final thoughts is that、uh, Jackson、uh, is in trouble, but、uh, God is, we serve a big God that has big ideals. And for folks that will buy into what God is saying, doing it His way,、uh, working together, loving one another, we can get a lot done and taking care of our kids as we're supposed to, and having our kids to be responsible. And teaching them、uh, responsibility, personal responsibility, a lot can、uh, happen. I don't want to take up too much、uh, this closing time. <laughs> But I like that. I want to just say it because it was off air. I like your idea, your, your statement about having,、uh, paying children to do work. You're teaching them work ethic, and you, and you were、uh, talking about cleaning up certain parts of the city, and, and、uh, they would be contributing toward beautifying the city. That's one of the、uh, marks、uh, of Jackson that causes people not to want to be there. It's just it's not an attractive、right. Place to be,、right. good place to start. Well,、uh, I like the idea. <laughs> I think that that's something that's uh,、um, if uh, there could be a stipend for, for kids coming out Saturday and、uh, a Friday afternoon or Saturday morning,、mm-hmm. going and picking up trash、right. uh, throughout the c o m m u n i t y Now,、career. remember, if you only have three or four or five kids, if you stop. Those from becoming juvenile delinquents. Yeah, Dude,、right. that's、worse. exactly right. Yeah, right. So, you know, it's, it's not a, a numbers thing. It's a matter of did I touch that young man's life? Right, exactly. And money will do that. Yeah. Well, you know,、yeah. I, I still remember what made me want to go to college. It、mm-hmm. was a kid by the name of Mike Haynes who、mm-hmm. went on to become an NFL star. But I remember him getting in his yellow <laughs> Malibu, driving away to go to college.、Mm-hmm. That's the first time I've seen. Someone in my community actually go to school,、mm. go away to go to school. And ever since then, I'm like, that's all right. Yeah. You know, that's what I want.、Yeah. And I think those are the examples that we could, we could leave.、Yeah. Those are our legacies to leave to these kids. Well, I, I would say a, a young child between 9, 13, they want to earn their own money. They go into bed with, a, with $10, $15 in their pocket that they've earned and they can spend any way they want. I'm telling you, All the counseling in the world, man, can't match them having their own money. Right. And then、Absolutely. being able to buy a pack of hot dogs and some baked beans and feed the family. Now they're feeling like a boss. Right. Right. Oh, yeah, there's a method to the madness. God put hunger pains in man for a reason, brother. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> God, Restoration Community Church, 328. Uh, Bowling Avenue, and a, what time on Sundays? 10 o'clock on Sunday. If you can't be there, you can join us on social media Facebook, uh, restorationms.org.、Uh, uh, and and Wednesdays.、Show. Yes. On Wednesdays, first Wednesdays down at the fairground in the Red Room. Come on down, folks. 
Thanks for coming in, fellas. I appreciate it. Enjoy. Thank you. It's Thank been you. a pleasure. All right. Thank you.